1: This is the Happy Hour. You guys want the Happy Hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert.
2: I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail.
1: And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and the ticketfm.com.
2: Welcome in, happy Friday, everyone. It is Rico, myself, Heller, and uh, if you listen to the show for Nick Saner, I apologize because he's not here, but it is my good friend who you will probably have to get used to uh, <laughs> starting it's about halfway through next week because he's going to be joining me a lot mm-hmm. after Nick goes on a mm-hmm. mini vacation. Austin Norman. What's up, Austin? How are you? Good, sir. I'm great. You know, I,
3: I feel like I'm the perfect, like 26th man on a baseball roster right now. Yeah. Where I filled in for you when you were in Tampa. Uh-huh. We we're glad you came back, but it was, a, it was fun. And now Nick's going to be gone for like double the length that you were gone. Yeah. So now you get to hold that over him.
2: Perfect. And and every time he'll be like, no, I didn't know. Like, no, uh, see, yeah. I was gone for work. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be gone, not for work. No. Although I've told him, and he said he's not gonna answer, but we're gonna try calling him, like at least a- every other day. We're just gonna get a random ring, see if he picks up. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, he doesn't. If he does, probably fireworks. What we have to do is we have to have strict place the call from the other
3: room when he gets here.
2: Yes, just right That's the away. Only good as way. To, to do as that. soon as he gets here, just give him a ring. Because mm-hmm. at this point, what? Mexico's get the same. They're in the same time zone. Central. Well, it depends right? on
3: which part of mexico i think
2: i don't know where he's gonna be going but i know he's gonna be in mexico he might be he might (laughs) be be going some some resort i don't know but uh it'll be uh we'll say he's in the central time about one o'clock so mexico has the same four time zones as the u.s oh see perfect well if he's in the central time zone like us we'll give him a ring it'll be about one o'clock that's like prime pool time it is so we'll see if we can catch him
3: on a good day And here's the thing. It's less about us catching him and him actually answering his phone. Because I, know he, I know he said that he's going to shut his phone off he's for like, the trip. He's like, no
2: one can believe that. And he's not going to shut his phone no. off. I, I doubt that. No. But welcome in. This is the happy hour brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. I am Rico. That is Austin. This is 93.7 The Ticket. You guys can join in on the show because some interesting stuff happened in the last, I don't know, not even like half an hour, 45 minutes. Uh, So I want you guys to join in 402-464-5685, the Honda and hotline, the Sardar Heyman text line, and on the Sardar Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, X, Twitch, uh, Instagram. I think we're on there. I'm not sure. But uh, also, Allo Channel 961. That is a change. We just heard about that yesterday. 961. Just 10 more more channels up, down. Or one number to the right yeah sure why not if you're something. typing it in. I don't know. whatever you're doing are you a, doing. A, press the channel button or you no, type the I, am right? not a, I am not i'm not i'm a guide mm. and just going through and like hitting the page and it goes like five channels at a time and just ah. reading through like all right what's going on what's going on what's going on and then finding something just going on that that's that's all i do. that's the way to do it but then i always whenever i hit a channel i always find whatever other channel will work for me so i'll mm-hmm. go back to guide and find something else so i can just hit last oh yeah and i can just go back and forth i don't want to have to Go search for something else. I I, want to be ready. I do that on specifically
3: college football Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Is I know there are going to be games there. I haven't been to this channel in a week. I've been to other ones. So I'm going to pre-select it, even though it's not on ahead of time. So it's all on my
2: recent Mm -hmm. page. That's it. That's it. That's perfect. Speaking of college football, uh, a little bit of breaking news in the last half an hour. As former, now former, Maryland quarterback, Big Ten leading passer, Taulia Tungavailoa, the younger brother of Tua Tungavailoa, the Miami Dolphins and former Alabama quarterback, has entered the transfer portal as he was granted a sixth year of eligibility in college. He will not use that as a terrapin. He will use that somewhere else. Taulia Tungavailoa, who, I mean, I thought he was just going to go to the NFL. I I thought he was done. I wasn't sure if he was going to get the sixth year, but he is granted it and enters the portal again, I'm not sure why he wouldn't just stay at Maryland, but enters the portal. And to me, this is the perfect quarterback as a bridge for Nebraska going into the second year of Matt rule. And the dare I say, Dylan Raiola era of mm-hmm. Nebraska football. I, I mean, again, the big tens leading passer has the legs can use them if needed Uh has shown the ability to take care of the football, very smart, high football IQ knows the big 10 inside and out because he's, he's played there for his entire, well, aside from his one year at Alabama uh, for pretty much his entire collegiate career. And uh, it it just seems like the perfect bridge because he is a one year guy. You're going to get him for one year. And I understand that Matt rule said that he's not the big, you know, rental, you know, one year guy. He wants to build his team and, and go through high school, but, Based on what your quarterback room looks like right now, and based on what we've seen in previous years of Nebraska quarterbacking, I don't think it would hurt to have a veteran quarterback who has shown the ability to not only win games, but one of more specifically take care of the football.
3: Yeah. I mean, the idea of Talia a Nebraska quarterback, is definitely fine. Um, Similar, but different to McCord, right? That's just both experienced starters that have, you know, had more success with their teams than Nebraska's had recently. Um, pass first guy, right? He was not asked to do really anything with his legs at all. Mm-hmm. And you would think would be able to, you know, entice some of the guys Nebraska has coming in on visits to come to Nebraska. Yeah. right? have a high level quarterback be the one throwing you the ball. That's been around the college block and done it before. But with Matt Rule and his coaching staff's comments about not wanting the one-year guys, but more importantly, with the Tagovailoa family's you know, stated interest of getting him to essentially Miami Pretty and rich. maybe USC as, as a fallback, I think both those schools make a lot more sense for what the Tagovailoa's want to do. USC, obviously, Lincoln Riley, quarterback, whisperer, but also West Coast, mm-hmm. much closer to home in Hawaii. Um, seems like a
2: natural kind of Polynesian fit out I mean, there. You're still going to be traveling. I don't know what their schedule is. You're going to be playing in the Big Ten, possibly Maryland, possibly <laughs> Rutgers. I mean, it's, it's not right. Be, <laughs> you'll be on the West Coast for you know all your home games, obviously, and then on the road, you're. I believe that they have the the other three Pac-12 new Big Ten members, but then they're going to have to head out east, and it's uh, quite a flight. It sure is. I'm trying to pull up the OC football schedule
3: right now. So they have LSU actually um neutral site ish game in vegas they open up big 10 play with michigan at michigan um they also make trips to minnesota to maryland ironically there enough. you go um, he's not then he's not going to usc no and then up to washington but they have ucla at the rose bowl so eh, yeah maybe he's, not the miami not one the though i think that was their first stated interest and that's all because of, that's where tua is you'll get both brothers in the same city See what kind of magic you can make happen there, but just complicating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Complicating everything is the fact that he has no eligibility,
2: none. He has one. No, now. he doesn't. They they granted him in the sixth year. I am not. Where did you see that? Well, that's why? That's way into the portal, right? No. Why would you enter the no. portal if you don't have eligibility? He hasn't been granted yet. Oh,
3: yeah. That's the part I don't understand. Right. It would make sense that you get your eligibility before you enter the portal, but he doesn't
2: have eligibility yet. So he's still waiting for the NCAA to grant him his eligibility. Still waiting for the waiver because he redshirted in 2020, which amounted to nothing because it was a free year, anyways.
3: Pretty much. But here's the thing. So he's been in college for five seasons Mm -hmm. and he's played in that that first year, he played five games. That's one more than the redshirt rule. Mm. Their argument is. In two of those games, or in 2019 in Alabama, would have been his first year. Yeah. He played in five games. Yep. But in two of those five, he only played two snaps. So still counts. That's the thing. Like you can understand it wasn't meaningful action. It doesn't really count for anything that you would consider experience if you're looking for a guy in the transfer portal. But at the same time, that seems like an incredibly simple mistake to avoid. Hey, I might not want to be here. Hey, the transfer portal is really picking up. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know it's four games. Just in case something happens, maybe I
2: just don't enter this game. Yeah, I, If it's two you snaps know? in that fifth game, if it's two snaps, you easily could have been in a walk on or somebody else at quarterback. I don't. I don't know what those two snaps right. were, but they, they couldn't if have it's been. Only two, I, you're handing the ball off more than likely, or taking not even taking a knee. I don't even know what you were doing, but that you can easily put somebody else in that game after those four games. You know mm-hmm. he's played in four games. In either, you know, one of those two games, all he had to do
3: was keep him on the bench. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was at the time, Tagavailoa just wanted those snaps, you know, mm-hmm. come where they could, get on the field, even if it is for nothing, Burger, just as, you know, I don't know if it's an ego padding sort of thing or just to say he, you know, took over for his brother in that season. Who knows what the case might be. Yeah. But for all the Tagovailoa's, you know, posturing about, Big picture and well if the NCAA doesn't allow this they're limiting our ability to do business. Where was that big picture thinking back in 2019. You know this could have been easily avoided Mm -hmm. by just saying hey I appreciate you putting me in four games let's not do the fifth. I just in case this. something
2: comes up down the road. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't, need this. And also, I mean, just for the, the red shirt, like what? That's just a wasted year. Even if you weren't think if you're not thinking into the future this far ahead, obviously, you probably weren't. Mm-hmm. Just playing in five games when you only need four for your red shirt and getting two snaps in that fifth game or that fourth game, whenever it was. It just seems very short minded, short sighted on both the coaching staff and the tongue of Iloa's part, because, mm-hmm. you know, you can only play in four. And if you're only getting two snaps, why even go into that fifth game? Why, why? It it just doesn't make much sense. I'm not going to say why even dress because there's always an emergency situation in case some not always, but there's always that <laughs> chance of an emergency situation and you having to go in and do whatever. But it's maybe the end of the game, or it's somebody's helmet came off, or just like an equipment thing, and they're like, oh, we need you for for two plays. It's like no, put in put in the other guy, hand it off twice, and I'm saving my eligibility. I'll just redshirt this season. I've already played in four. It's not like I'm going to play in the bowl game or I'm going to, you know, you know, be, I'm not going to do what my brother did in the national championship and coming in at halftime and save the day.
3: It's one of those things too that you could maybe, maybe see the NCAA making an exception for like Caleb Williams, who's mm-hmm. a national star, who's in all these commercials that that brings you know notoriety and attention to your sport. Is that young man just cut all the way diagonal across? The wow,
2: street. that's jaywalking, sir! But he made it, anyways. I
3: don't want to be a snitch, but anyways, it's not on fan cam, so it didn't actually happen. Let me turn this anyways. on, everybody. This is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um. I get it. People know the last name, Tug of mm-hmm. It's a big name in, in college football, especially over these last five years with what Tua did at Alabama. And now Talia, you know, setting all sorts of records at Maryland and in the big 10 mm-hmm. throwing the ball, but Talia Tug and the Tug family is not such a respected, dignified, important to the brand of college football name Mm -hmm. that he's going to get special treatment. I don't think Maryland. I I don't think Maryland like even if he's going to Miami or USC. Yeah, neither of those programs have that respect right now, right? It's just their argument for the, the business side of the NCAA is limiting our business potential like okay, maybe you can start to argue that but I don't think you get very far because any reasonable person who follows college athletics at all knows how long the four game redshirt rule has been in effect. Um, knows how eligibility works generally, and there would be no, you know, reasonable person that would say to a, or Tele Tagovailoa is so special as to deserve special treatment from the NCAA just because his family wants him in the same city as his
2: brother. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's very hard to comprehend and understand why the NCAA would grant him that sixth year on because I mean how many players how many players have played in a fifth game knowing that they can not and have played very few snaps and then come back five, four years later and say, hey, uh, remember back my freshman year, I played in that one game and I, I only played like three snaps. Can I can we just forget that that happened? <laughs> like, no, you knew what the rule was, right? You knew what the rule well, was. We Your had coach, that with you, Ramir Johnson. Yeah, had his red shirt, you know, taken off because yeah. he played like two special team snaps. Exactly. Your coaching staff knew what the rule was and they still put you out there like, no, we're not the NCAA doesn't make any sense for their eligibility rulings like Mm -hmm. at all. But I feel like this one, if they go the way of not granting him makes sense. However, a part of me thinks he's not entering the portal unless he knows something or has an inkling or a feeling that maybe there's a chance that he could get his sixth year of eligibility because right now he could just, I, you know, declare for the NFL draft and start getting ready as opposed to which is what he portal. would be doing
3: anyways right now.
2: Yeah, instead of entering the portal and going on visits or talking to coaches and coaching staffs and players and like, hey, I'm going to go here. You should come with me. Or, you know, what do you have to offer me? What are my NIL deals? Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. He could just be preparing for the NFL, whether he, look, he's not going to be a day one. I don't think he'll be a day two guy. He'll be a later day three guy. But even then, still getting that chance, getting that opportunity to make it to the NFL. And maybe somebody takes a chance on you because of your last name, who knows, but instead of preparing for another year of college, he should be preparing for the NFL and for the next, the next step in his career as a football player, because look, it's going to be very difficult to get that sixth year. Again, knowing that you went over four games And even if it wasn't all that much, it still happened, and you used up that your your COVID year already. So Mm -hmm. it's it's look the NCAA will see what their ruling is. It's probably not going to make any sense one way or the other. But if he is granted that sixth year, I do think that Matt Rule in Nebraska should take a look because he has the veteran presence. He has. I'm not going to say he is. You know. Anything like he's he's Spencer Rattler esque, where he he has a good arm and he has the ability to be mobile, get out of the pocket, and pick up a first down if it's needed. Mm-hmm. And you saw how successful Rattler was in the second half of the season with Satterfield as his OC. Getting another quarterback like that, bridging the gap between Dylan Raiola getting here as a true freshman and as a redshirt freshman, could do wonders for his development. Hopefully and do wonders for Nebraska further on down the line. Now, if if you're recruiting guys out of the transfer portal saying, hey, this five-star Riolà is going to be your quarterback, and then you have to go back to him and say, actually, change of plans, it's going to be this guy, that could cause a problem unless they still feel extremely confident with Talia as a quarterback. But i I want it to happen. I don't think it'll happen. I
3: have just convinced myself that, Dylan Raiola is starting next year, and I've kind of written off as soon as he committed a portal I, yeah. quarterback. Right? I'm not saying that in my heart of hearts, I still sure wouldn't want that bridge guy, whether or not that bridge guy starts right to at least bring in some legitimate competition. Because I think Dylan Raiola is further ahead than Daniel Kalen right mm-hmm. now. I just think he's a better passer and a better fit for what the staff wants than Heiner Carberg. So if you could bring in a transfer portal guy who is kind of playing out the string in college, doesn't, knows he doesn't have much pro prospects, but is still a, a good enough college quarterback that you feel confident in. That's a really, really tough needle to thread, a hard mm-hmm. hard line to walk. So I don't think Talia Tagovailoa comes to Nebraska just to be competition. I think you would bring him in to start, yes. which I, I could understand that. But I just don't think... Right now, right? If Dylan Raiola had committed and there's already a transfer guy committed to Nebraska, mm-hmm. I think it would make more sense. But since Riola committed before Nebraska landed a transfer quarterback, that's what makes me think that the staff has pretty much settled on what they have in the quarterback room.
2: Now, you mentioning like uh, a guy who doesn't have much pro prospects or something like that, but is this like a decent enough college quarterback? Could you see... And this is like just like a shot in the dark, a long shot. You're going in and you're looking for a guy just to be, you know, kind of like the like solid backup for, for your true freshman quarterback, which is weird to say you're going into the portal to look for a backup for your freshman. Um, but maybe you use that as, and this is something that I feel like Rule has done before, somebody who is going to be like a coach. I like a GA role, but as the backup quarterback can go in if needed is just a very cerebral very smart guy who is, is solid enough where you're, you feel confident enough throwing him out there to do whatever you need him to do, but also pre- you're preparing him for, he doesn't have the pro prospects, but preparing him for his next level of football, which would be the coaching realm. So it's funny you mentioned
3: that. There is a perfect example of that. Zeb Noland at South Carolina. Oh. Do you not remember this? I do not. Okay, so Zeb Noland uh, started his career at Iowa State. Uh, 2017 and 18, he was meh in backup duty okay. at this point for the most part. Um, completed 36 of 66 his first year, 70 of 110 for like 1,200 yards total, six touchdowns to two interceptions. Transfers to North Dakota State, okay, where he uh, doesn't play a lot in 2019. Then 2020, he was uh, Trey Lance's backup, okay, is what was going on there. So uh, like 60 for 114. Six touchdowns, six interceptions in his time at North Dakota State. He transfers to South. Well, he doesn't. It was a transfer, yeah. but not like a football transfer. Like He went to South Carolina For school to ish. be a graduate assistant. OK, but they added him to their roster as well. So kind of kind of a weird player coach. Thing. OK, um, he was added to the roster after their presumed starter, Luke Doty, got hurt in practice. So, this oh, guy, I
2: feel like I heard that yeah. I didn't okay. so
3: Zeb Nolan wasn't planning to play at South Carolina. He was just going to be a coach. that grad assistant. yeah, but then Doty gets hurt in practice, like, hey, ah. you still have a year of eligibility left. Let's add you to the roster. why not? You're he takes over as starter. Nolan gets hurt. Dodie comes back. Dodie gets banged up again. <laughs> and Nolan wasn't Jeez. great. I mean, he had his moments. um, let it come back when um against Vandy it appears here. Um 39 to 67, 512 yards, six touchdowns, one pick, super pocket passer mm-hmm. type of guy. But is this where like Spencer Petrus comes into play?
2: Oh, I forgot he was in the
3: portal. Like, here's the thing, don't make me talk myself into Spencer Petrus, right? Like I had this same conversation in multiple sports, like if a guy <laughs> isn't on the top of your scouting report when you play against him, uh-huh. what makes you think he's going to be better, better for you? you yeah. This might be, and I do say might, 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 might be Lots the exception. Where, like, if you tell me Nebraska's backup quarterback is Spencer Peters, who's coming to get a head start on his coaching career, I don't who doesn't plan that. to play. Like, if he's the fourth string guy, like you give Harburg the first crack but Petrus is your breaking case of emergency uh-huh. option. Like I don't feel good about it, but
2: like, I don't hate it. You know, why not? Like he's like, he's not great, but all, he, he's, he's serviceable. Like I was, I was offense was just bad no matter who the quarterback was. So he, again, I'm not saying that he's going to, you know, in a better offense, he could do this and he could do that. You know, like some of those coaches mm-hmm. where, Oh, they do so much with little and you bring him in <laughs> somewhere and it, it doesn't work. It was Mike Riley. Yeah. Um, so with, with Petrus, it would just be, you know, he knows the big 10 he is a quarterback and he's experienced he's been around the block. smart guy mm-hmm. he could come in and again break in case of emergency mm-hmm. he wants to be a coach here you go because look man to be nice you're not making it to the nfl <laughs> so you know cj Beathard. yeah i don't i don't hate that idea and i think that that's something that and look i'm not a coach i'm not as smart as these guys <laughs> i think it's something that they should they should look into maybe We'll see what happens, though. Uh, but Talia Tungavailoa, Maryland's quarterback, in the portal. Uh, Rico wants him at Nebraska. Austin, not so sold. Wants Spencer Petrie. No, yeah. don't put uh, that no, out there. Uh, no, Rico <laughs> wants Talia. Austin wants Spencer. We'll see what happens. Nebraska probably not going to go in the portal for a quarterback. But when we come back here on the happy hour, maybe Nick will be here with us. Maybe he won't. We can talk a little bit of the uh, college football playoff championship game that is happening on Monday. Did you forget? I hope you didn't because it's a kind of a big deal. Right here on 937 the Ticket.
1: Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore singer and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 937 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.